0: Welcome to Taking Back Her Brain with Love, the only podcast using neuroscience and self-coaching strategies to rewire your brain to get the results you want in your life. With your host, Coach Amber Lynn. Hello, and thank you for joining me today on Taking Back Her Brain with Love. On today's podcast, I want to talk about holding space for others. Lately, a common theme I see with my clients is the sense of need to make other people feel better. So often we take responsibility to make other people feel a certain way, right? If we have an argument or if we have a disagreement with our partner or friend, we wanna hurry up and say sorry, we want everybody to forgive each other and move on. Sometimes this comes from a place of love, We just want them not to feel the way they feel. Sometimes this comes from a place of control. It makes us feel so uncomfortable when they feel a certain way, so we need to make it stop. Sometimes this comes from a place of selfishness. We want to hurry up and feel better about something, so we need them to feel better. So I want to teach you a few things about holding space for other people. People are allowed to feel their feelings. Yes, people are allowed to have and feel any way that they feel. People are allowed all the time they want, not just the time they need, but want to take to process their feelings when something happens that upsets them, hurts them, angers them. People are allowed to not always be happy, joyous, content. It's actually normal and a part of the human experience. People are allowed to have their thoughts about your actions, even if you didn't want whatever to happen on purpose happen, it is their thoughts that create their feelings and they're allowed to have those it's not your job to control or change their thoughts. Of course, you can apologize if you hurt someone's feelings or cause negative emotions, but you have to be doing it for yourself, not for them or to change them or to change how they are feeling because you're not in control of that. I also want to take a moment to talk about what I learned from my teachers Brooke Castillo and Karlo and Lowenthal, they taught me the concept of a manual. We all have a manual for what we think other people should do for us to us or respond to our actions, so when we have a communication a miscommunication with someone, or we hurt their feelings or they, quote, hurt ours, we have an internal manual that states what the other person should do, right? They should forgive me right away, or they should change how they feel immediately. They should understand where I'm coming from. They should know I wouldn't do that on purpose or I wouldn't do that intentionally. Whenever we are shooting someone else, We need to take a look at our thoughts, why is it so important that they change the way they feel right away, what are we making their feelings mean about us, what are we making it all mean are just some questions that we can ask ourselves. What we have to learn to do is hold space for other people their thoughts their feelings and their opinions. But what it looks like is different. A lot of times when people who care about other people, people who are people pleasers or perfectionists, they always want other people to feel good, positive emotions, and they always want to be responsible only for creating a positive exchange with someone else. But that's not always the case. So then when they hurt somebody, they feel so deeply bad inside of them. They feel like they should feel bad. They should feel guilty because they made somebody else Have negative emotions, but what I want to teach you guys today is how to hold space for someone else what this looks like is creating space outside of us. The only thing I could think of to try to illustrate this is you know how runners they have. um, belts that have water bottles on them well that's what I want you guys to picture when you're holding space for somebody else picture yourself with a belt on with water bottles outside of you and. That is the space for someone else. You see, too often we take on someone else's feelings. And that's why their feelings are unbearable to us. When we hurt someone, even unintentionally, we make it mean that there's a problem with us, that we failed, that we're disappointing them, that we have to hurry up and fix it so that we don't feel like a failure, we don't feel disappointing. So we can't stand when they are mad or hurt, because then we should be mad or hurt. So we have to learn to create space for others outside of ourselves. A space where they can feel their own emotions, process their own emotions at the rate they want or need. Without feeling the pressure to hurry up and change it. And respond in a way that makes someone else feel better. When we allow this space for other people, we also learn to allow it for ourselves and ask others to do the same. To give us space, we need to feel our emotions and feel how we feel. What's the benefit of allowing someone time to process their emotion without hurrying the process? There are tons of benefits. When we allow someone, well, first, When someone's emotions are high, their primitive brain, their nervous response system is what is reacting to us or the the circumstance. When we give someone time to process, we allow them to calm their emotions, which then they're able to eventually engage their prefrontal cortex, their higher brain, right? When they can think about their thinking, that allows them to open up their mind to the perception and see other people's points of view. When the primitive brain is triggered and that nervous response system has been activated, it actually narrows our ability to see different points of view. It lowers our ability to see other people's perceptions, perspectives. We literally can only see what our own brain is telling us, our confirmation biases, the story that our brain has stuck to when that primitive brain is triggered. So, if we did think someone did something on purpose, we will not be able to hear them or see otherwise until we have processed our emotions. For those of you in relationships and dating, this is for you especially. I know that it is hard to believe that you do not cause your partner's feelings, but even you don't. I know it's hard not to take responsibility for your partner's feelings, especially when you think you caused their feelings based on something you did. But hear me again, all circumstances are neutral, meaning anything we or our partners experienced or anything we think our partner did to us, all of that is a neutral, meaning until we have a thought about it, there's no reaction there's no charge, it's neutral. It's then that the, once we have a thought about it, it's then that the circumstance no longer feels neutral because we had a thought. But it is that thought that causes our feelings, not our partner's actions, not their reactions, not their behaviors, not their words. Nothing outside of us causes our feelings. Only our thoughts about what happened, about what they did, causes our feelings. I know some of you are thinking, well, I feel horrible when I hurt my partner. Of course you do. But then you are responsible for your feelings only and the thoughts that you're creating that create these horrible feelings, right? These feelings of of horribleness. It isn't actually the circumstance that I hurt my partner. It's the thought behind it, right? A lot of the times we think we're disappointing our partner. They're going to leave. I made a big mistake. If you don't know your thought, ask yourself, why is it such a big problem that I hurt my partner or that my partner's feelings are hurt by me? What am I making it mean about me or our relationship? A lot of us Out There are in relationships. A lot of us out there who are in relationships are people pleasers, right? Or perfectionists. We take very personal when we make a mistake, we take it very personal when we hurt someone, because we make it mean something about us as a person, which results in us not allowing space for us ourselves to be human, to have actions that actually cause a negative exchange. But unfortunately, that is part of life. So you have to learn to show up for yourselves in those moments. Show yourself grace and compassion instead of rushing to make your partner feel better and getting upset when when they don't forgive you right away. You have to look inward. How are you going to show up for yourself, for making a mistake, for hurting someone, for being human? How are you showing up for yourself? Remember, to allow your partner time to process their emotions and feelings, it doesn't mean anything when a partner needs more time. It only means whatever we make it mean, we are responsible for our thoughts. Remember, you're learning to hold space for them outside of you, not inside of you. You no longer need to take on their feelings and make them your own. You are learning to allow your emotions while allowing them to have their emotions outside of you. Holding space for others means allowing someone to feel the way they feel, period. Not making their feelings mean anything about you. Feelings come and go, thoughts come and go. And then allowing someone time to process their feelings and their emotions. Giving them the space that they need to do it. Right? And holding space for others means loving them for exactly who they are, even when they don't always have the reactions that we want them to have. Holding space for them means opening up to the possibility that they're human and that they're going to make mistakes, they're going to disappoint, they're going to fail, they're going to get angry, they're going to be imperfect, they're going to snap, react, right? Holding space for, oh, they're having emotions, they're having feelings. And I'm talking to their defensive brain right now, right? And then learning to hold space for yourself is loving yourself through it, showing yourself compassion, um, reflecting, allowing yourself to be human too, knowing that it is okay when you are human and you disappoint somebody. You have a negative exchange with somebody, right? Not everything always will be perfect. Not everything always will be a positive energy exchange. There are sometimes when even by unintentionally, unintentions, we have a negative exchange with somebody. But it's really giving ourselves space to process how we feel. And then thinking about it intentionally and asking ourselves open-ended questions to really see what we want to think about this situation. How can we hold space for our partner, our friends, our colleagues, our boss? And how can we hold space for ourselves? I think holding space is one of the most important things we can do as adults. Especially when trying to communicate with other people. When there's conflict, when there's concerns, when there's an issue, when something comes up. The best way to lower defensive listening and defensive communication is learning how to hold space outside of you that allow other people to have thoughts and feelings without making those thoughts and feelings mean anything about yourself. So I know today was a short episode. But I really wanted to get on here real quick and talk to you guys about holding space for others and not taking other people's feelings on as your responsibility to change or their thoughts on as a responsibility for you to change their thoughts. Everybody experiences a circumstance and they get to choose what they want to think about it and they get to choose how they respond to it, right? Of course, like even when we're holding space for others, if we want to apologize, if we do feel like um, we didn't handle something the way that we wanted to handle it, this is not like a no apology. Like, oh, well, you're in charge of your, your thoughts and your feelings, so I don't need to apologize. No, that's not what I mean. But when you apologize to someone, you have to do it with the understanding that They're allowed to do with it, whatever they want. You're apologizing in the end for yourself. I know that sounds selfish, but that's not how I'm intending it. In the end, when you apologize, it's because you are choosing on purpose with your higher brain that you didn't respond or do something in the way that you originally intended. So you want to come to a place of closure with it and peace with inside of you. Inner peace and peace within ourselves can't come from somebody else. So even if we give somebody an apology and they choose to reject it or they choose to mull it over or they want time to process it, they are allowed that time. And we can't make it mean anything about us or about them. That is literally their, their right. It's their feelings. It's their emotions. It's their thoughts. All that we can do is work on ourselves and work on our thoughts about the circumstance and keep showing up the way that we want to, right? And keep holding space for ourselves to be human and showing ourselves compassion and grace when we aren't that perfect person that we try so hard to be. All right, you guys have a great, great day and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for joining me today. Remember, don't forget to like this podcast and share it with anyone you think it could benefit, which in my opinion is all of your friends. It is my life's mission to get this podcast and content out to all women. Please remember to follow me on Instagram at Taking Back Her Brain. You can also find my website at www.takingbackherbrain.com and sign up for a free consultation call. I will also be starting an eight-week coaching program where you will have access to me as a one-on-one coach for an hour a week, along with access to my private Facebook community and access to all of my content. I absolutely look forward to working with you. If you have any questions, please email me at Amberlyn at takingbackherbrain.com because I would love to hear from you. Have a great day and I'll see you next time.